Oh, here we go. Start video. Hey. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> good, good. Thanks for um, taking time to be on the show. I appreciate it. Um, no problem. Thanks for having me. We're here to talk about uh, your experience as a cheerleader, uh, as well as uh, we're high school classmates going back to our time at Carmel. And I actually want to start there because um, okay. one one person that I talked to is uh, Carly D'Onofrio, who we both know. And she's a, um, <laughs> she's our uh, hairstylist here in Carmel. And uh, one thing that you guys share in common is that you both have a twin. And I can remember uh, the Guinness Book of World Records coming to school and like documenting how many sets there were. What do you recall about that day? So one thing I recall is, well, all the twins or triplets, we had a lot of triplets too, had yeah. to wear matching outfits or we asked everyone to. And yeah. I remember what I wore. Um, it's a little traumatizing what my sister and I wore. The fashion <laughs> back then was a little bad. So the fact that that picture is out there permanently, but uh, there was 19 sets, I want to say, or maybe even in the 20s, 21, I read I'm not 17, sure, anywhere. But that doesn't 17? Matter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really exactly sure the number, but I just know it was pretty high. But I think we got beat, <laughs> I think like two years later. Yeah. I read that, that someone broke the record with 44. Uh, which is crazy <laughs> so that's a lot <laughs> um, Natalie was also a cheerleader and uh, since you guys are twins I mean I, I know you both but would you say that your personalities are similar or, or different when you compare that's funny um, you know I actually I think we're so different and then we spend so much time apart from each other we get back together and we're like finishing each other's sentences I know that's yeah. so cliche but we're 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 pretty pretty similar she's just more goofy she's silly you know <laughs> yeah and um you know I, I've been binge watching the show cheer on Netflix and it mm -hmm. made me think of our days of Carmel and you did competitive cheerleading as well uh, and then eventually went on to Butler and was a cheerleader there mm -hmm. it kind of combines like gymnastics dance and pageants did you do all those things kind of leading up to cheerleading <laughs> So gymnastics, yes, I was in gymnastics. I did all types of dance as well. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you, uh, pageants, absolutely not. <laughs> never no. been in any of that. Nope, never been in any of that. But I mean, you definitely had to learn to be a performer and smile and put on a show. I mean, what are the what are the costs involved with it? Because you've got uniforms. And I mean, there, there's probably like entry fees to all those things, right? so expensive especially with travel cheer i mean school cheer everything was provided for us you know yeah. uh let's try on what fits take it um but with travel cheer i mean for one year a uniform that you know the skirt was this tiny top was this tiny and you're barely wearing any clothes and i'm pretty sure it was like four thousand dollars for just the set uh then you include shoes and travel with the competitions and right you know it was a lot uh, it would took a lot of dedication and you had to really love what you do because it was a lot of money and going into college you don't get you don't get anything paid for it's not it's yeah. not you know a full ride you don't you don't get any of that so you have to just truly love doing it was there physical training involved with like staying in shape because I've seen the, the folks on cheer they're all physically in shape to do what they have to do yeah yeah let me tell you at Carmel we had a coach her name was Lisa Nip. She was tough on us, but let me tell you, she is yeah. like known around the world or nation for being one of the top coaches. I mean, she put us into shape, you know, there were times that we just absolutely hated her for it, but I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did what I did. 
And then my travel coach would make us work out. So we threw up and then we had to keep going, you know, I mean, (laughs) there was no stopping. So yeah, it was, it was pretty intense. I mean, going back to high school, what was like the daily demands and routine? Cause there were practices involved and things that allowed you to manage time better. I would, I would think. Right. Right. So we, uh, we, we practiced, you know, Monday, Wednesday, um, after school, yeah. We cheered games Friday. We had competitions on the weekends. And then we also had to get up for morning practice before school oh. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So yeah, yeah. It, we were, we were training every day. <laughs> Do you consider um, cheerleading a sport? I witnessed it a lot as a broadcaster, but I want to know from you. Absolutely. I think it actually has more injuries than football does in terms of concussions. Definitely not, but in, in just in general mm-hmm. injuries, cheer is intense uh I definitely consider it a sport I wouldn't have been the athlete I was or the competitor I was if it weren't for it so did um what injuries did you sustain did you (laughs) get any in your time (laughs) I mean I've broken a lot of fingers I've broken uh, both ankles shin splints I've fractured my back in three different places (laughs) I was in a neck brace for two weeks don't want to talk about that one I think I've had like probably three concussions somewhere around there okay so I mean it (laughs) I've I've had a lot of injuries and I've overcome all of them uh so yeah I still still loved it kept going there's also a lot of trust involved you know like people joke about like trust falls and and that sort of thing but you're being tossed in the air by somebody and hoping that they catch you I mean was there ever a scenario where the trust wasn't there I mean that has to be present for it to even work there were yeah I totally agree and you know there were some people on my teams that I worried about being um, underneath somebody and are you going to catch them I was very confident in my skill and being able to catch my flyer. If she was coming down, I was, I was going to hit the floor before she was. I mean, I've gotten black eyes from elbows and feet coming uh-huh. my way, but I'm not letting my, my girl, you know, hit the floor because that's going gonna, gonna to have a lot more injury. I'll take a black eye over that, <laughs> over a broken neck or something, you know? Yeah, I mean, was there, and two, I mean, I, I know your mom was a Butler cheerleader too. I mean, was there pressure from an early age in the family to be a cheerleader? Um, absolutely not. I think, you know, my parents, they always said, we have to be active. We have to be in a sport. I mean, we've played every sport out there besides basketball. Uh, I've, uh, I've done everything. Ice skating, horseback riding. I mean, anything you can think of. But cheer was just something I really, really loved. I liked getting all glammed up, but I really liked the competitiveness of it. And it's, it's an individual sport as well as a team sport. I mean, you have to rely on yourself and your own abilities to be able to perform for your team and as a whole. So I really liked that. Like it was accountability and it was, it was fun, but no, I mean, I just kind of ended up liking cheer, but yeah, I think I was pushing to cheer at an early age. My mom was our coach for Carmel Dad's club (laughs) back in the day. (laughs) That's awesome. I, uh, you know, I was, something that bothers me about radio uh, is that you want to try to benefit the station as much as you can, the team, but oftentimes you have folks trying to outshine one another. Did you ever have teammates that maybe didn't like their role? And so they're just going to try to screw it up for everybody else so that they can shine. I feel like that would happen. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad I've never been on a team 
that's yeah. been like that. I mean, there's been people that weren't happy with their spots that they were put in at the end for the dance of the routine, or yeah. they weren't happy because they were hidden and they weren't up front, but you'd smile through it. You know, yeah. um, if you didn't like it, you quit. Simple <laughs> as that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. I mean, how does a coach determine the different roles on a team? I mean, they have a certain roster and then they just kind of plug and play wherever they need to. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've, we, they see your dancing skills. If you're not good at dancing, you're getting straight to the back, you know? <laughs> so you're kind of more hidden. The people that smile more, they're right. going to be more towards the front. But when it comes to your roles as like a, as a stunt group or um, being the last tumble pass in a routine, I mean, it, that all goes off skill, yeah. straight skill. Basically, if, if you were good at what you were doing, you were going to be, be shined on a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, I, I would think too, like, was there ever pressure to meet certain standards for a look or attitude? I mean, cheerleaders kind of get stereotypes assigned to them and there's, there's expectations of certain things. So. Oh, absolutely. You know, you, I mean, you can see me now. I always have my hair curled and makeup on. I like that because I'm girly, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I liked that aspect, but I mean, there are girls that weren't, you know, they're total like, all natural and they were like I'm gonna wear my natural curls I'm just gonna throw on a little bit of makeup and do the bare minimum as long as they smiled and were good at you know make sure they performed our coaches didn't really care much but yeah I mean you you did feel like you had to have you know the attitude the presence like you were afraid to if someone wanted to dye their hair purple they probably weren't gonna do it you Uh know did you, uh, I, well, and I can't imagine this is even allowed during COVID, but did you ever have a situation where you were sick or not in the best mood and still had to do a game and, and fake it? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, our cheer coaches, you know, whether it be travel or high school or college, I mean, you, ha- you weren't feeling well, you sucked it up. You mm-hmm. smiled for however long that game was, however long that performance was, and you did it. You know, it's one of those things. (laughs) Well, um, and and two, like, let's get back to uh, coaches because, you know, the the cheer coach on on that show on Netflix is sort of like a a drill sergeant, you know, disciplinarian. (laughs) Uh, Is that is that typically the personality you see with coaches or, or not always? The intense teams. Absolutely. Carmel, we were very, very, very intense. Um, we did not win state, but we won second every single year I was there. I mean, Hamilton Southeastern, they were just freaking yeah. badasses. Um, I cheered with a lot of them competitively as well. Like I was on their competitive team, travel team. Mm-hmm. So, but Lisa, freaking badass, but she was, we were scared of her. <laughs> we were, <laughs> she was drill sergeant. Uh, I didn't realize how intense and known of a coach she was until I was at world's cheer something we for travel um and I saw her it's it's literally worlds with people from all over the world and you can only be invited if you're top level and I remember passing the judges table and she was the head judge I'm like okay so my high school coach really is like she's 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 top top she's known but man she was she was tough on us well, and I'm only asking this uh, to eliminate a stereotype. Did, did you ever feel like you were labeled as the dumb blonde and that oh. you weren't considered like intelligent uh, because you were a cheerleader? 
Um, absolutely. You know, I mean, not all the time, but you know, we're goofy out there too. Like we like to have fun and uh, you do like to do your makeup and look pretty and people put stereotypes to that. Um, but I, I felt like no one from Carmel that we went to high school with really saw the competitive and the athletic side of what I did. They weren't there for the cheer competitions. They weren't there for my travel cheer. They saw me at game day, you know, Mm -hmm. like smiling and waving and, you know, jumping like, (laughs) you know, I mean, that's obviously the stereotype that is going to be stuck on you and that's what people see you doing. Um, and they said in, in this show that there's really not a recruiting aspect to cheerleading at a certain point. Like what's, what was the process to get on Butler's team for you? It's a tryout and it's a, it's a like almost a week long tryout. You know, okay. you've got, um, you know, one day you've got stunning and they want to make sure that you can do co-ed lifts. They want to make sure you can do all girl. They want to make sure then you've got tumbling and you've got a dance day. It's, 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 they make sure that they're picking the right people. And then they put your, your name up on a list. That's how it happens. You right. go up to the wall and you go, all right, is my name on the list? Did I make it? There's people standing right next to you, all bummed out. There's people next to you screaming and happy. So it's yeah. cutthroat. <laughs> well, it's something, you know me, like I, I, I want to avoid physical contact as best as I can on the sideline. Uh, was there ever a situation too, where a player got too excited, got pushed toward the sideline and, and <laughs> ran into you? Oh, Absolutely. And that's happened at Butler more than often. It was, it happened when we were, you know, in the, what was uh, March Madness, like when we were at the actual tournaments, we're sitting on the floor, literally right, right by the basket. So I can't tell you balls have been like thrown our way and players being launched. I mean, Uh it it happens. And uh, I mean, in your experience, uh, were your teams familiar with the players and understood sports or were they more just about the experience of being there are you uh, I mean so I mean don't get me wrong I love football okay um Carmel we were really good at football we won state every year basketball we won state every year but basketball (laughs) it's so quick and you're you're you're, I I feel like I'm right there I'm on the court with them so I you feel like you're really part of their team even though you're not but (laughs) you feel like you are you're very close so you know, with Butler basketball as well. I mean, we were upset, like game day. I didn't want to talk if we lost. Right. I mean, you know, you, you had, there was a, uh, for a while I was, I was tw- uh, trending on Twitter for hashtag Butler crying cheerleader. Uh, <laughs> at, at, our la- at our last, um, my last game ever, we went to seat 16 and we lost to North Carolina who ended up winning that year. So yeah. it wasn't that bad of a loss, honestly, but yeah, I mean, I would cry. I'd get, I'd get upset too. So. I was going to ask you, um, do you have a, an archive of all the different times you, you went on TV? <laughs> of no? course. I get pictures sent to me. Um, I can't tell. At Butler, I mean, I was placed, the cheerleader that was placed closest to the camera. So I can't tell you how many times my face has been on the, the you know, the big screen or, you know, people's home television. So <laughs> it was, yeah. it was a fun experience. Well, and oddly enough, uh, Lauren Hooten ended up being a Colts cheerleader. Uh, you know, yeah. so we know a few others that have have done it. But um, mm-hmm. was there ever ambitions to do it professionally for you? Um, so actually, no. So usually, professional teams uh, like like Pacers or the Colts, they're actually dancers. They're not cheerleaders. Right. 
So like you won't see them doing stunts or flips. You just see them, you know, shaking pom-poms, dancing. Um, so it was more of a, uh, the dance team and right. not much of cheerleaders, but they call them cheerleaders because that's what, you know, you would, you would consider them. But I know Boston Celtics has a cheer team. And they're pretty good. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, is there a, this sounds wrong, but it, it's a physical type of thing. I mean, is there an age limit to someone Absolutely trying out? Not. Or not? Absolutely not. We got a, we have a girl, uh, Lauren, that went to Butler. She actually was a cheerleader and she ended up on the Pacemates. Okay. Um, and she kept doing, she was four years older than me and she did it last year, you know? So okay. I don't think there's a, you just have to stay in shape, you know, stay in okay. shape. Hmm. Well, and, still have uh, your skills and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and one thing that I can recall, uh, about high school, uh, and, and doing games was that the cheerleaders would ride the same bus as the broadcasters and I would sit in front, y'all would sit in the back, but what was the, what were some of your favorite moments thinking back? from Carmel all the way through Butler, your experience as a cheerleader? Well, I mean, Carmel is, is pretty awesome. I mean, you're cheering for a, a big crowd. You get used to it. You know, yeah. I, I, I kind of found Carmel to be a small school, and it's not. I mean, our, you know, we had 5,000 students at least, right? I mean. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was huge. So, you know, I found Carmel to be small. So I'm like, I'm never going to go to a big school. I end up going to IU, and I'm like, I want a small school. So I'm going to Butler and it was the best decision I've ever made in my life. What was so cool. We had this guy named John seal and he, I mean, I think made our Butler experience. We got to know the board of trustees at Butler. We were, you know, in Vegas doing dinners, nice, nice steak dinners with the board of trustees at Butler. I mean, who gets that experience? I don't, the cheerleaders don't get that experience now. Right. And it was all thanks to our, our coach, Jamie at the time. Um, but just being able to travel with the team and get to know all the people I met, um, I, I cheered. At, I can't tell you how many tournaments, how many March Madness tournaments. I've been to so many different states. It's it was it was just such a wonderful experience. Also, uh, the Indianapolis held the Final Four one year when I was cheering, right. and they asked us to cheer for random teams of like seniors that were no longer in the tournaments but they were the best seniors from across the country and they they do a Reese's tournament and I ended up cheering for that because you know we're the closest school so yeah. it was really cool like you got to do just so many cool experiences and travel and yeah. meet so many people well I, you know I I think once you're removed from school you appreciate it a little more the fact that I can say you know I called the game at Lucas Oil I, I called the game at uh, Bankers Life Fieldhouse it gets renamed every year. I'm not going to say the <laughs> updated name, but uh, yeah, it used to be RCA Dome at one point. You know, we don't even know. <laughs> uh, I would also be remiss if I didn't ask about uh, your Instagram, which people probably know you for. Uh, what would you say mm -hmm. is a good way to build uh, an audience on Instagram? Um, definitely finding your niche. I, you know, I think for a while I did have my niche and now I just kind of post what, really what I want to post. So anyone that follows me just follows me because they, they want to at this point. Um, right. but building, building an Instagram is just finding your niche. If you really want to grow and build your followers, um, and then going full force at it. I mean, is there a best time to post in the day? Is, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, I've looked at, I've looked at my, my posts and it, it does give me like, uh, your best post was, you know, at this time on this day. And, yeah. um, I have noticed that, noticed that. Yeah. I mean, 
you want to post at times people are going to be looking at their phones right? right so like if most of your followers are from the midwest you're going to want to post you know after work when people are home on their couch <laughs> or yeah, like right. you know laying in their bed chilling or any any time when you think people are going to be looking at their phones yeah that's it that's the time to post well uh and who takes your pictures normally i mean that that's important right like the, the person that's a lot of trust uh getting the right angle the right look for what you want you know <laughs> right um yeah um it's funny when i was in you know we take our family vacations my sister and my mom my mom takes a lot of my photos okay. um and then also the, i have a few like girlfriends that we like to go out and get photos so you know um you know, my, my friends will, they know my angles, but I'm so bad. I, I just, <laughs> I get ready and I get all pretty and I like my outfit. And then I just go out and have a good time with my friends. And I forget to take one picture, like eat, not even one picture, you know? Uh, portrait so mode too. I used to be really, yeah. huh? Portrait mode too. That's gotta be. A, uh, a, por portrait mode's big. Portrait yeah. mode is big. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, quality over quantity too. I feel like that's still the thing, right? With, with Instagram. Oh yeah. I mean, I just kind of, when we take pictures, you just kind of tap, 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 tap. And then you're like, all right, eh, you find one of 100 and you're like, delete the rest. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. Uh, one other thing that I, I kind of gets to me, uh, especially when I do these podcast episodes, cause I try to get uh, as best guests as I can. Uh, do you ever have a post that goes on Instagram and it doesn't get the reception that you want and it's kind of depressing <laughs> for a few days? Um, you know what it I think it used to be like that I'm like what is happening to like my engagement it's going down but I've noticed this happened with a lot of my friends and a lot of people I'm following so yeah I think something is up with Instagram's algorithm I really do believe that um, but no I, I don't I just don't let it get to me I kind of what I do is I turn off my hide I, I don't like to see my like count mm. yeah. you know at this point whoever likes it likes it that's right. um, I just, I, I don't like to see my high count anymore. I mean, I don't like to see my light count anymore. I think, you know, you, you are too harsh on yourself when yeah. it comes down to it. One thing uh, that I've always appreciated about you, Reagan, is that you're present. Uh, but as far as like being, uh, thinking about your future ambitions, what, what do you want to do in the future? It's a great question. Um, well, in terms of my career, um, I work remote now and it's been pretty awesome. I work for a really great company that I've few friends that work for it as well and we all love it here but um you know I think just in general I just want to be able to travel and like I really want to go all like all over Europe by my not by myself maybe with another friend but like mm -hmm. I go to Europe I want to go to Asia like that's one of my biggest things I want to do just in general I just want to travel before I really start thinking about what's next in my life what's the best destination you've been to so far Oh my gosh. I mean, just in Europe in general, I really love France. Um, South of France is awesome. So, mm -hmm. but um, I mean, there's so many places I still want to visit and haven't visited. So yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping to do that within the next year. Well, and you know, we, we talk about like a European trip is affordable for most, I mean, it, it can be affordable depending on what you do. Right. I mean, it's not that much money. Totally. And also now the Euro compared to a dollar, this is the best time to go over there. <laughs> this is like the best time. Yeah. So I'm like, I gotta, 
I got to make some plans. <laughs> um, any few, any ambitions of being a cheerleading coach? I could totally see that happening. Oh my gosh. You know what? It's so <laughs> funny. Um, a woman I used to nanny for way uh-huh. back in the day, her daughter, I had her when she was like four years old, you know, and I got her into cheer. She is now a junior at Carmel, going to be a junior at Carmel and she's a cheerleader and she's mm. killing it. That's and awesome. I get messages from them all the time. Oh my gosh, this cheer, this, you know, cheer position to open up. And I'm like, nope, nope. That means I have to be present on weekends. I have to be present during the day after work. Oh my gosh. I like my time after work to go do what I want to do. Yeah. And I just, hmm. Maybe if I'm a mom one day and I have some extra yeah. time, but uh, uh, no, I like I love my weekends free and my Friday nights free. I don't want to do you know high school game day on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I totally see that. Uh, yeah. where, where can people uh, follow you and keep up with what you're doing? Um, keeping up with what I'm doing. I mean, just uh, you know Reagan Fine on Instagram. That's just kind of okay. I try to post what I do and. You know, but sometimes I might go MIA for a bit, but I mean, for the most part, I like to travel. I eat good. I have fun with my friends and I post all of it. So, well, it's, uh, it's remarkable to me that we're now, uh, 13 years removed from, from starting at Carmel, uh, in 2009. And, uh, <laughs> it's really, it's an honor to, uh, be able to document your story and, and talk about, um, your experience Reagan thanks for thanks for being here appreciate it oh well thanks for having me Jimmy it's been a pleasure knowing you from I mean even middle school days you know oh yeah it's been so long so (laughs) I mean you know I always enjoy seeing you and talking with you you're you're awesome folks to hear this again you can check out my website jbkonair.com or get the podcast anywhere by searching jbk on air until next time have a great day and a better tomorrow